This week's episode of the award-winning, multiple award-winning Here For It podcast is brought to you by Irish Spring. Come on now. Corona out here. That's where I'm going. Spring is coming, and I just want to remind y'all to wash your whole ass yeah, and body <laughs> and body before coming out in the public while you're out in the public. Come on. Being musty and coronavirus are Don't real. No, but they're real though. They both they both can happen at the same time. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh! I need to listen to here for a podcast. So they can Protect yourself oh. and the public with Irish Spring or whatever your favorite soap is. What about Zest? That's affordable. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't like, know. Yeah, I feel like it stinks sometimes. Because um, you love Irish Spring. When we go over to your house and it's Irish Spring, I don't bar have soap, no, body wash, whatever you could get this week. I don't have no Irish Spring right now. I just All of it is Bath and Body Works. So you just got your Texas. <laughs> no, wow. I had them. I had mine. I have that, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. We still got a lot of things. Um, in the time of coronavirus, we may have to slow down on slutting and passing blunts. Oh yeah, don't be sharing saliva with people. It's I mean, listen, huh? I, I'm all for it. Wait till the summer come and then this thing cool down a little you bit. You sound like Trump. If I said if it do, it may not. Okay. Honestly, I truly, I just don't want the pandemic to come to the black gays. That's okay. all I'm saying. Yeah, not down to And the I know that we can spread it real. If one of us gets it in Atlanta, we all about to get it. Sure, your status. Very ghetto. <laughs> I would not recommend it. <laughs> One star. <laughs> I am the Superman T H E E S U P A M A N, aka uh, the gay GI Joe, BKA the original president of the Yahya Abdul Mateen the Second fan club and say, baby mama. I contest it because that made him my MC. No, the fuck, no, man. I was gonna do it. I was gonna make a tweet about it and go. What was the first thing you saw, man? Your legs. No, and then I was, okay, anyway, so so that's so, why I'm the president. Anyway, so shout out to the get down. Well, so, okay, what'd you see him in before that? Between your legs, cool. Okay. You just you that's just want to have the what else, just, what else did you have see? this moment? Have this moment. <laughs> and if it's a moment, then I'll take it. That's all you're Bitch, walk get out with my man. Walk out and that's cry. All you're walk out and get cry, Nene. With my man. Walk out and cry. Maybe you can convince Hope because you ain't convincing me. Shout out to my husband. I don't have to convince Hope. You are already engaged knows. to be married. Hope knows. And so does me, my fiance. What did Nene tell Star? She said, this is the streets. You might be educated in the books, but this is the streets. Wait, not about my man, Yaya. He's mine. You live on Connecticut Avenue. <laughs> you got a job at Apple. You got a job at Apple. Stop it. Talk about this is the streets. Do you know what's outside right here? It's little dogs and white women running. This is not the streets. And it is so scary. No. It is, I'm like, ma'am, if you don't get this little chihuahua looking thing out the way, you will get the ghetto. <clears throat> Who are you? My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters and, of course, RonaldMatters.com. I am lobbying for votes on the LGBT Legends Awards down in Memphis, Tennessee. I'm nominated for the things and doing the things. It's the pinned tweet on my Twitter profile. Please go vote for me. The LGBT Legends Awards coming up um, this summer during Pride Month in Memphis. And also... Are there any other Legends nominated? 
And also, in April, Ronald Matters will be 10 years old. So, shout out to me. Like, so what, what's my name going to be? And what am I going to do? What am I going to talk about? And they're just taking that and making that a thing 10 years later, next month. Wow. So I'm just so proud of me. Anyway, um, what's our icebreaker this week? Our icebreaker this week is, if you were a sex toy, which sex toy would you be? We, ha- I think we had this conversation on the Patreon, but you know the little thing that the people are putting in their butts, and it's just like tickling their butts so hard. I think it's a prostate massager. There are prostate They're putting it in the butt, and it's, it's up in there, and it's vibrating. These men are ejaculating and screaming and hollering and shaking. And I gotta stay prayed up. I like I want to be that. If so, was, you want to be in somebody's butt? If I was gonna be a sex toy, I would want to be that. I want to be in the ass. Really? I want to be in that ass. Oh, making you come. Uh, maybe I'm living out my dumb top fantasy or something. I guess that's not, that's what that sounds like. Yeah, whatever that little thing. Because when you deep in ass and you are a sex toy, you can't see him come. Cool. <laughs> you just have to. I'm not offended. You just have to believe that that's what's going on. Yeah, well, he turned it off. <laughs> Hopefully, he got a nut. If he didn't get a nut, and he turned me, I put me back in the drawer. Oh, you gotta wash it before you put it back in the drawer. Corona. But <laughs> woo tequila. So yeah, I would want to be that. I want to be right, not too far up in that ass, but right there to get that thing shaking. Oh wow! That's yeah, an ASMR sex toy as well. Does it? Is thank that, you, thank you. Is that the sound that it makes? Is, oh is yes. Fi- okay, work. Um. Uh, I want to be a sex mannequin. What that is? You don't know what a sex mannequin is? I like the is? whole dog. Yeah. Um, I got to carry this five foot eight thing <clears throat> around when I want to nut. No. It's too much cleanup. If I'm going to be a dog, I'm going to be 5'10". <laughs> you going to lie? This is going to be a fantasy. Okay. But the sex mannequins have like realistic dicks, realistic asses, mm-hmm. chest. People like are in... There's a... Um, a video of this woman marrying her sex mannequin in China. I want to say because a woman, a man or a woman, is married to their dog. Yes, somewhere. So you know, I could still be out here and be sexing. So I want to be a sex mannequin. And then, like, they come in different positions. Like, if you know that you like the missionary position, mm-hmm. you can buy a sex doll that's already in missionary position. Yeah. See, that's the life of me. I guess and I just, you know, he's gonna be well taken care of. He's gonna be washed thoroughly. She gonna like pretend feed him and stuff, watch oh. TV with him. Oh. Tell tell her tell him that she loves him, all of those things. That's emotional support to a sex toy. Now you wish you changed your answer. No, I don't. Actually, <laughs> I'm still fine with being in that ass. All up in there like. Okay, so you living out your fantasy then. Thank cool. you. That's not, that's Thank not, you. It's mine. Like. Support for this ghetto ass podcast yeah. comes from a couple. <laughs> From a couple awesome donors and from the beautiful people listening like you. If you would like to see this podcast continue and thrive into our third year, past our third year, excuse me, um, you can get over to our Patreon right now and support for at least $1 a month. You, you get exclusive content every Time we feel like giving you Yeah, because yeah, today wasn't it. Um, but most of the time it's weekly content. Uh, it will be audio, video, pictures, anything that would be exclusive to our patrons, patrons that they request um, that will not be released anywhere else on Obama's internet. 
Um, if you ain't got a dollar, you can support this podcast by making sure that you subscribe and share the episode with your social media communities. If there was something that you learned, something that you laughed at, or something that you shaded, share it with your communities. They could use a laugh, they could use some knowledge, and they could definitely use some shade. Oh, that was weak. Help me. There you go. You won. Oh, yours was better than mine. Wow. I'm a sex mannequin. Cool. Uh, <laughs> our word of the day this week is scab. It sounds like the relationship. And then you just need it one more time. So you peel at the relationship in hopes. And then you're like, girl, now just the dick this time. So you peel at it again. They're like, okay, well, I'm not going to promise you that I'm a cook, but you can come over here. And then it leads to sex because that's what you originally wanted. But then you realize that this wound got a heal, girl. I got to stop calling him. Is that what a scab is? That sounds like... That's the way my girlfriends always... See, see, you keep pulling the scab off of it. And I'm like, girl, but the dick is good. This sounds like a Tamar Braxton song. <laughs> it sounds like our conversations offline. <laughs> Your conversation do me. That's not my conversation. Woo! Anyway, I feel triggered. Why'd you do this to me? Scab, because that's not what scab means at all. Um, <laughs> I mean, that could be an alternative <laughs> uh, definition. Put put your version in Wikipedia, whatever you want to do. Um, not Merriam-Webster. <laughs> Wikipedia, wow, that was very low. Well, Merriam-Webster has a process of actually approving. Okay, so shit. scab means? Scab means sexually coor- sex coercively assigned at birth. So I'm gonna say it one more time because I fucked up sexually. Sex coercively assigned at birth. S C A B scab. Or A M A B assigned male at birth. Oh, okay. I was like, this sounds like assigned female at birth. Okay. Me, assigned female. Yeah. I got a bang. I had to flip it. Y'all didn't see the way I looked at him. <laughs> um so both of these phrases are intentionally used to discredit someone's trans journey. Um, coercion, the practice of trying to persuade someone. So you are a brand new baby, you born, just come out the vagina. The doctor, in uh, however much of his wisdom, looks at your genitalia and says, I am assigning you this for the rest of your life because it looks like this and that's what I know. That is a, a form of them coercing you to believe that whatever gender gender your genitalia looked like when you came out has to be your gender for the rest of your life and is your gender because even then they may not be correct. <clears throat> so uh, SCAB and AMAB are terms to characterize what is done in most of the world and um, what has created the most scars, if you will, for trans people because they were sex, sex coercively assigned at birth or assigned male at birth or assigned female at birth, regardless of who they are or who they had a chance to become. <clears throat> so that is our word of the day, scab, W-E-R-D. Our affirmation this week is death is never the end. Uh, the cycle will continue. The lessons will be applied. The love will be remembered and cherished. 
Death is a break from this corporeal existence. It is not to be feared, for we will all get there. Why be afraid that your car got to its intended destination? You only die once. Your memory is no longer sketched into the fabric of the people you touched. So be affirmed by that because uh, it will touch everyone at any time and at all times sometimes. <clears throat> On a lighter note, last week we dragged DL Disasters. Uh, unfortunately, this week we had to cover another disaster. Uh, if you don't know the name uh, Gabriel, Gabriel, Gabriel Fernandez, please Google him. Or check out the new Netflix documentary. Or check out the new Netflix documentary about his life and death. Um, this is not really spoiler talk because this he shit did, happened. Girl. Yeah, this shit happened uh, years ago. Um, the Netflix documentary is called "The Trials of uh, Gabriel Fernandez." I'm going to open this commentary with a few descriptions. A bullet wound, too many bruises to count, cuts on his penis, cigarette marks all over his body, signs of strangulation on his throat from the front and the back, rope burn on his wrists and ankles. These are the words that the medical professionals that saw him when he came into the emergency room described when they saw his body. And if you know any emergency room professionals, nurses, doctors, any other professional in the allied health market, we're not scared of many things that come into the emergency room. We're very rarely shocked to see many things. But when you see it come in on a child of the size of Gabriel, it's extremely shocking. Um, so the the documentary talked about first what happened to him who his parents really were how he had been passed through his family um to avoid keeping him out of the system quote unquote and really who knows if the system might have been better for his ass in the end um it came out that they had some feelings about his perceived femininity and his parent his mom and it was his mom's boyfriend so it wasn't his dad but his dad was in jail for unrelated crimes another another story for another day um they were the personification of i would rather have a a gay a dead child than a dead child they literally a were that dead child than a gay child yeah because they his they killed him they would rather have him dead. I ain't seen it yet. <clears throat> they would rather have had him dead than have him be a gay child and then have him grow up to be a gay person. Um, and this is just one story that we know about. Uh -huh. This happens so much. It is a reason why that saying is common and why that saying rings a bell is because it happens so much. Um, Jackie Lacey. Is that in this documentary? Is in this documentary okay. Who is as well. Jackie Lacey? We have talked about Jackie Lacey. Say, that sounds like a district attorney or somebody. She is a district attorney that Los we have Angeles talked about. Oh. Oh. Arrest that book hashtag. Oh. Oh. 
Okay, wow, so let's come back to full circle. Full circle. Here we go. Yeah. So again, if you have not listened to previous episodes of this podcast, we have dragged Jackie Lacey uh, from here to shine and see, and the dragon continues. Yeah. <clears throat> so in this, she's at the center of this documentary. Uh, that's why I was supposed to watch it because I was like the lady that was over the Ed Buck case was on this. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, mm, ah. the raggedy district attorney responsible for Ed Buck being on city streets longer than he deserved is particularly at the center of this controversy. Mm-hmm. So the juxtaposition that I'm going to make here is when there's a quote unquote rich white man because we don't know where he where rich really came from or how he was perceived to be rich. When a, a rich white man is out here, that was real su- southern sounding. Out here, <laughs> um, doing crimes and killing people, he's allowed to be on the streets by this district attorney. Um, it took massive protest and massive pressure before he was even arrested. Mm-hmm. After killing two gay black men and other people who had barely survived, came out and told their stories. When the perpetrators are Latino and Latina, oh, get they ass the fuck out of here. She was pressing for the death penalty. They were in jail weeks after Gabriel was in the emergency room and presumed dead. And they were already, the death penalty was already being sought for. So this was California. This is Los Angeles. California, yeah. yeah. So they definitely, the anti-Latino thing is... She pursued the death penalty so hard. And fast. You said three and weeks. Fast. Three weeks after the baby died. They were died. already in jail. But, you know, through the process, she was yeah. already pushing for the death penalty. Um, I do think that they should die as well. So I, I, I'm not questioning her judgment there. I'm questioning on why it's not oh. across the board. Look at how different this situation went <clears throat> compared to that situation. Yeah, why is it not across the board? <laughs> What's the difference here? Poor Latinos... Rich white man. Mm, who the Jackie Lacey, where, where, what's the questions? Um, and more importantly, where is the same energy for this white criminal? Yeah. And they wonder why the protesters are outside of her house day and night on her porch. There was a video that came out the other day of her husband coming, coming to the porch. Today with we a, record. Um, I thought I saw it yesterday. Okay. Um... Pointing a gun at protesters for protesting in front of their house. And I was like, well, there's a reason why. Well, y'all getting pro. Okay, well, ooh, here I go. I'm okay with y'all protesting out there on the sidewalk. You know, like this this local government funded the sidewalk. Cool. If y'all are on my front porch, sweetie, so that means you came up the driveway. You don't walk across my lawn. Lawn care ain't cheap. Um, get, get gone now because y'all up here at my door. Y'all up here by dough? Seriously? Get up, get. My cable machine about to jump out. Get off my porch. <laughs> get off my porch. Now, protest. Black Lives Matter. <clears throat> Lacey is a horrible human being. Cool and Brown Lives bro. Matter as well. So, the and, thing. The thing. No, but yes, the Black Lives Matter protesters are protesting the things, the atrocities that she's done for that. Ed Buck. But the brown life that mattered was Gab- the uh, baby Gabriel Gabriel Fernandez uh, that was unjustly killed and social workers throughout. If, again, I don't want to tell the whole do- documentary. I don't want to take yeah. it away from y'all. But go watch the documentary. There was but multiple people. I really people, gotta watch it now. 
there were multiple people throughout the process that were seeing all this shit happen to Gabriel and then sending his ass right back home. Like, I don't got time to fill out the paperwork. I'm busy. I got 200 patients. Well, this one came in here bleeding. You gonna send him back home bleeding? Oh, wow. Okay, I gotta watch it. I gotta watch it. So I'm gonna have a review next week. Is it a three hour sit down? Yeah, it's like six episodes. It's, it's episodes and episodes. Okay. Alright. Um, Next. I don't even know how to characterize this one. Well, let's just breeze through it. I'm mm, no okay because we talked about we covered the original story, so that I'm just the follow up to okay. the original story. Crew Club was about to be shut down. We reported that on this here podcast. They had the final final. Yeah, I'm let me let me let me let me. Oh, Crew Club was about to be shut down, uh-huh. and we was up in arms because we done lost another gay space that we can go fuck and suck and do all the things that we want to. In this area of Washington D.C. slash D.M.V. Mm. because we ain't got that many spaces to do that, yeah. And y'all already be um, telling us we can't even do it at home, um, and not on OnlyFans either. So they had their last night, yeah. allegedly, this past Saturday. I want to say because it just happened. We just said goodbye. They the body came getting back, back out, out the ground. The body getting back up out the ground. That's not how this works, man. Who got the body? <laughs> You know who got the body? Crew Club. <laughs> Crew Club got the body because Crew Club came back out and said, No, nah, we're going to stay open. We were just relocating. We was they fucked out. around and gooped us into flooding the goddamn Literal. club. Literal. That was on point. That was on purpose. I meant to say that. Okay. They fucked around and told us to come and flood the club. They got over, um, as far as people were counting, over 300 people came in one night. Literally. You see how you see that's a pun. That's what that's what that's called. Wow, bro. What's a pun? It's a big pun. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, so then they released the the iOS. They basically had a rent party. Damn. And so if you don't know what a rent party is, it's basically when you know the rent is coming up and you're like, shit, I ain't got the money, so let's have a party and then have everybody chip in five dollars. T-shirt bring twenty dollars. Yeah, you know, t-shirt, t-shirt. And then we're gonna have rent, rent money at the end of the party. That's what these white gays did. They gooped us into telling us it's closing. Oh my god, we gonna lose the crew club and get us all talking about it on social media just to get people to come in on one night, bring in all this money, and then they allegedly pay their rent and it's gonna stay open. Let me read the actual article. Um, <laughs> and what's the website? Is this website legit? Yeah. Okay. America's LGBT news source. Okay. Uh, one day after as many th- as many as 300 people turned out for its official closing party on Saturday night, Crew Club announced on its Facebook page <laughs> in a, quote, unexpected turn of events. The D.C. gym, sauna, and bathhouse for gay men plans to stay open. Um, the owners, I ain't gonna say their names because they really don't need T-shirt. no promotion. She's um, a scammer. Mm. <laughs> he said he signed some contracts and blah blah blah, and now all of a sudden he got all the money to stay open for one night from one night only. Crew Club, y'all tried it. Y'all really tried it. The only thing I'm legit like, I guess I'm happy about is like the marketing plan. Though it was a scam, it's a marketing idea. It works for town because town coming back too in the church. I mean, the white gays are in a renaissance. Well, the, here in DC. The, the gays that own town also own three other gay 
bars, clubs mm-hmm. um, in the D.C. area. So Everybody they, got a solo They already project. had money to do things like this. They mm-hmm. didn't need to go and raise money to pay the rent. No shade. Well, shade. Next story. Uh, <laughs> it's a scam. I it's mean, a scam. It's a scam. I mean, that's the conclusion. Scam. Y'all can go back out to Crew Club this weekend. <laughs> it's the happy note of that. Go back out. Get your life. Um, take your prep and whatever else you got to take with you. Um, RuPaul's Drag Race came back again. Back, 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 back again. Yeah. This is season twelve. 12. Um, it was a really good episode. For me, I wasn't expecting a good episode. I was just watching it to watch something gay on TV because there's nothing gay on TV, especially nothing with uh, gay, queer people of color Mm -hmm. on TV um, at all. So, I watched um, the ones for me to watch for the rest of the season because we only got to meet half the cast this episode. Yep. And... She's saying RuPaul is saying we're having two premieres, and I'm yep. like, well, that means it's not a premiere if it's two episodes on different days. That's not a premiere. That's two parts. Okay. But she's RuPaul. She can say whatever she wants to. Apparently, um, what I got from this episode was the ones to watch for me are Britta, Nikki Doll, because the types like Nikki Doll have won before. I can look at like five. Previous Nikki dolls that have won. Gigi, Gigi Good, similar case. Some same girls that either win or get really high in the competition. And my girl, Widow Von Doom, turned it. The whole episode for me turned it. And by looking at the promo, I didn't even like her in the promo. She was basically really invisible to me during like when they were doing their introductions and when they were doing their behind the scenes stuff. I was like, okay, it's just a black queen, but I know how the show does, and she's gonna be like the second or third to go home. But she killed it in this first episode. I'm not gonna tell y'all what happened if y'all have not seen it, but uh, the first episode of RuPaul's Drag Race, great. Those were the ones to watch for me. Do you have any ones to watch? Your friend from Ramsour, North Carolina. Oh, yes. The city is a total of 1.7 square miles. How is it the whole city? 1.7 square miles? And her name, Heidi in Closet. Uh, y'all have to give her space to be great, because she need a lot of space. No, apparently not a lot. <laughs> Very humble beginnings for Heidi in Closet. So I'm, I'm really glad that a black queen with that background is being given the space. She said, yes, I know now I'm just going to do my makeup different. And I know that you have to paint different for TV. You have to, paint. and th- those types of stories need to continue to be told. But then we also drag the girls because they always hire. But this season twelve of Drag Race, you shouldn't have to tell a girl bring glamorous makeup to the drag competition. And who she is right now got her to RuPaul's Drag Race, and we're sitting here talking about her. You were talking about her. I, I missed it. I, I, <laughs> the girls I want to talk about, I covered already. I'm giving you your space. <laughs> but um, yeah, shout out to. Our face, I think we're officially endorsing her. We oh, to, we're both on. We need to make a. Graphic. We're both on team. With you know the girls are making graphics that I'm endorsing Senator Sanders oh. as my candidate, and I'm endorsing Elizabeth Warren. I think as a podcast, we need to just go endorse Widow and just get those signs made and post them on our Twitter. I think it's too early for that. This is the first okay. debate. This is the first debate. You know, 
Remember in the first uh, I ain't gonna say it Cause that's gonna bring up heartache um, <clears throat> And I that was a like black Brita. woman as well I do, like, I do like Britta though I like Britta She just but had I think a, somebody a bad like, episode I think somebody like Gigi Good Gonna take it though That's like, what somebody I'm saying like, it's not Or the, Nikki Doll Nikki Doll is literally French Aquaria So She's literally Aquaria But in France So we gotta keep watching Who are you guys rooting for Let us know down in the comments oh, below that's the other thing So there are only 13 announced queens. Okay. Who's the 14th queen? There's a 14th queen? Oh, okay. This is news. How do we get to 14 queens? Are there usually 14 queens? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I don't know. Who's the 14th queen? So I think she's bringing somebody back, and that's also going to be a part of um, a surprise in the next episode to get people okay. jazzed to watch. See. Report Drake Race season 11. Okay, let me see. I, I did. Oh, you done more than me. Wow. 1, 2, 3, 4, okay. 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. 1, 2. Oh, my math bad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving right okay, along. Okay, so that was 15, 14 contestants, you say? Yeah. There's oh, there. that was because they had 14 episodes and the winner was. Okay, okay, all right, all right. Okay, cool. Oh, okay. Talking about white establishments. Um, RuPaul's Drag Race? Have you seen the winners of this show? Oh. <laughs> okay, now you go. Okay, we got brand motherfucking news. But what did you guys think about RuPaul's Drag Race? We love having the conversation with you. You know, that's the show we watch right now. So that's the show we watch. Till yeah. Paul's come back. Yeah. Oh, and, and we, we get ain't a real... gonna get that no time soon, apparently. Okay. I'm trying not to be sad. Speaking of white establishments, establishments and white establishment, um, there's a Trump. Themed coffee shop encouraging customers to bring guns as it opens next door to an LGBT bar. That's good. Is it? Because the moment one of them do something and say something to one of us, they're going to get fucked up. Well, they're bringing guns to gay bars. It's a fairy party. Why would you bring a gun to a fairy party? Man, we're fairies, man. This is... To me... It's irresponsible because it's in the same state that Pulse happened. This is in Largo, Florida. I don't even of know. Of course where the- it's in fucking Florida. Of course it's in Florida. Yeah. So I don't know where the fuck Largo, <sighs> Florida is, but Orlando, Florida is a real city. Pulse nightclub shooting was a real thing of people just being at the club, enjoying themselves, and someone with an agenda coming in with a weapon to Bye. stop them. And so, again, we're also coming into prize season. And the anniversary of Pulse, where this coffee shop is opening and inviting people to come in with weapons because it's an open carry state. Um, the name of the bar is called Conservative Grounds. Um, the creators, I don't give a fuck, white and white or um, Conservative Grounds is creating a network of places where conservative camaraderie can take place without the scourge of liberalism next to a gay bar. Bye. As we grow, so will our outreach of conservative values and our conservative donations the company will make. The shop is covered in Trump memorabilia. Um, um, The name of the gay club next to it is called Quench Lounge. Yeah. I live. (laughs) I'm like, yeah. I live. Quench. How you doing? And I fear that this is the tribalistic stuff that Trump country continues to 
agitate and make worse and create areas for violence that doesn't need to be had. Stay at home with your opinions about what I do with another consenting adult. That don't have nothing to do with you. Um, the Malcolm X Petty and me would like to see the quench ownership open his doors to gays with guns as well. That's only going to cause a big mess and a bigger issue more than likely. More people with more guns does not make more peace. But I don't want to see um, Pulse Nightclub Part 2. I really don't. I really don't. Um, so, Quench, please protect your uh, your customers as much as you can. Um People like this coming up with conservative grounds, you're trash, you're bored, you probably don't get fucked enough, or you probably want to be fucked by the people that you are pretending that you want to kill. Stop it. Florida continues to be one of the states who reports the largest unemployment growth. So, I mean, like, the people are unemployed down in Florida. So, if the Republicans or the left-leaning, the right-leaning, I don't know, left the right girl... Who knows which direction the world is going into. But um, Florida has so much going on. So if you had so much money to start a business, how about you start a career center? How about you help keep people employed? A career training center. These people are constantly losing their jobs. In which markets? And I would like to see my conservative brothers and sisters continue to get something and do something. Be able to take care of their families and be fruitful in society instead of preaching and teaching and just... Showing off hate. Because it, it took a nigga who was... Well, a white nigga. Who was unemployed sitting around... Thinking about, oh, I can start a, a Donald Trump coffee shop and put it next to a gay bar for a marketing scheme. Take 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 that alleged great mind that you have and do something that's actual... I mean, you could do some actual Work. something. Work. Instead of being dumb with this bullshit. That's it. That's my colorful commentary because I get, um, I can go on a tangent, which I like to do, but have a podcast. But next story. <clears throat> next story was um, the article written on BuzzFeed called High on Hate. Um, it was, it's written by Kyle Grillet or hey, Griot. Okay. Or Griot. I'm not yeah. sure how you pronounce it. It may be. Murder that. It may be Creole. Um, <laughs> The story is entitled How Racism, Meth, and Sex Are Combining to Destroy Queer Black Lives. Um, he talks about the story um, of the victims and the survivors of Ed Buck. Uh, he also uh, interviews Jason Zhu, uh, who is the founder of Take Down Tina and a um, porn performer. Porn star? Porn performer. There we go. I don't know what's yeah. appropriate to say today. <laughs> I'd be forgetting because I just want to say porn star and then it'd be like, I'm a, I have an OnlyFans, but I'm not signed to an agency. I'm a model. And I know Jason <laughs> Zhu is not that type. We've, I, I ain't even okay, going to say that. Okay, story. Story. Um, BuzzFeed. Meth. 
He recounts a story of being uh, chased down on foot um, while two men were in the car and um, talks about harrowing issues that white men and meth almost killed him through. And so if anything, I think that we can read these stories and we can learn from these stories so we don't have to be in the same positions as Jason Zhu. Uh, Jason Zhu has also uh, left Noral Mel and protested against Noral Mel uh, while he was a previous star of Noral Mel uh, in realizing that it was problematic for there to be so many black white stereotypical scenes of a white bottom and a black top or black tops and a white bottom or multiracial top and multiracial tops white bottom the same fantasy was being catered to for one audience and it's not new nothing new in the words of Jasmine Masters, okay. nothing new. Same shit. Same shit. Um, what was the beginning of the story captivating me? Um, the one of the beginning paragraphs said, um, they had already kept Jason Zoo in the older, wealthy white man's house for over twelve hours. Mm -hmm. The homeowner was the ringleader, directing everything that would unfold, enlisting two black men to bait as bait to lure Zoo, and even younger black man to his house, injecting him with crystal, crystal methamphetamine until he began to mentally detach, then holding a pillow over his face while penetrating him. So, like, to be, to kidnap somebody, to rape him for hours and hours and hours, and then for Jason to escape, and he said he was running down the street and knocking on doors and knocking on doors and hoping that someone would help him. So, it, that's scary. I wouldn't want that for anybody. So yeah, the story the story details what we've been saying for months now that the story of Ed Buck is not a lone wolf it's story. Not solo. Yeah. This is a culture. This is not a um once in a lifetime circumstance. I can't believe this one white man would do something nasty and crazy and deranged like that. There is a culture of white men doing this to a whole bunch of black and men of color out here pervasively still unimpeded and it ain't changing unfortunately enough people ain't talking about it i don't see the effort from some of your favorite black and latino podcasters or uh social media personalities that have everything to say every five minutes but they don't talk about these types of issues. They want to uh, argue about um, how progressive Bernie Sanders is. That shit. And is when Raheem Shabazz gonna bottom on camera? That's what they be looking for. There's with, video evidence of Raheem that already. Gonna bottom on camera. Well, so again, same shit. Mm, mm. Nothing new. Because <laughs> if they did their research, that could be found. All right. That's all I'm saying on that. Um, <laughs> I'm like, mm -hmm. 
Good job, BuzzFeed. Um, Part one job. of three. They got two yeah. more parts coming out. Okay, they about to wear the girls out. Yeah. Um, mm. <laughs> Poor choice of words. Uh, good job, Kyle, as well, for writing the article. Um, Obviously, hashtag execute Edbuck because Honestly. that story goes right along with that one. Um, Edbuck is still in jail, thank God. Uh, we will see what happens to him in August. Yep. I'm hoping for the worst. <clears throat> Last but I not hope least, he don't come out here with no cane like Michael Weinstein. I hope he comes out with a cane and falls <laughs> and falls and breaks three things. I'm okay, <laughs> fine. A hip, a knee, and an ankle. Because he's dying right after that. Police. <sighs> y'all kill me. No, I mean, ooh, no, do that. Whatever. Y'all get on my nerves. Damn, I wish you wouldn't have said that before this next story. <laughs> okay, what's the next story? <laughs> I promise y'all, when we get to Songs for Our Souls, I'm going to brighten it up. Redeem it. Come on. But this ain't it. Um, There was a transgender woman uh, shot and killed in a women's bathroom in McDonald's. Where? In Puerto Rico. Uh... I'm going to butcher her name and with as much or as little Spanish as I know, I probably shouldn't have. I believe her name is Nulisa Luciano Ruiz. We speak your name. Uh, She was killed early uh, last Monday morning. Um, Again, the story hadn't fully come out because Puerto Rico doesn't doesn't really release things like this often. And then... um, yeah, I'll leave that there. Uh, it was the northern coast of Puerto Rico. Police are investigating if footage uploaded on social media where at least two men can be heard ridiculing and threatening a person. Thought to be the victim ahead of the gunfire is actual is the actual killing. Uh, duh, it is. So what had happened was um, Nulisa went to the McDonald's like any fucking body else. It literally says outside of McDonald's served billions. Billions have been served at the fucking McDonald's. You, two, him, her, the whole goddamn crew. Everybody that went. Gender identity. Everybody Everybody. that went. New Lisa that went to the McDonald's to get her a piece of burger. At the McDonald's, she had to use the restroom. Coronavirus is out here. Wash your fucking hands before you eat. We don't know why she was going to the restroom. It don't fucking matter. The restrooms in McDonald's are free. Go to the restroom, get your piece of burger, go home, come back another day. And anybody day. know if you gotta go to the bathroom in one of these little fast food restaurants, girl, it's serious. you got to go to the I bathroom. I gotta go to the bathroom. I'm I can't wait till I get back home. Going, to, I'm not just going to this. Oh, wow, I need to go right now. I gotta go right now. <laughs> so the two people that were arguing slash cussing at her before the shooting death saw her going into the women's restroom had a problem with her going into the women's restroom and once all of that was said and done before it was all over new Lisa was gone dead because somebody was in their feelings about a transgender woman using a bathroom in Puerto Rico. Um, it's an unfortunate story. I really wish I didn't have to report it. 
Um, Puerto Rico is a territory of the United States, and so I want us to remember that these things are still happening in the United States to this day. We are not safe. Be alert and be vigilant. Um, New Lisa did nothing wrong here. I'm, I'm definitely not on that team because there are a faction of the community that just believe you got to do the right things in the right type of communities um, to stay out of trouble. And that's not correct because when you do the mm -hmm. right things in the right no. type of communities and you just try to play the game and get along and just go get you a piece of burger and go home. I'm going to get for the $1 Coca-Cola because McDonald's be having a special on the Coca-Cola products. <laughs> but even if you're trying to do that. And you can mix you can just do with a Coca-Cola product. I, no one. Who does that? Not what, not the specifically a Coca-Cola. But you can mix some, dr some drugs. I mean, shh. shh. Hey. Wow. <laughs> um... <laughs> You can literally just go and you be quiet, pay your money, get your burger and your Coca-Cola for your tequila <laughs> later, whatever, and just be going back out the door and going home and mind your business. And the same thing can happen to you because someone looks at you and sees that you might be different or that you might be. Because I got a switch in my walk. Or you talk different. or My any voice talk. Yeah. All, all the any of I, those things. Mm -hmm. And you are literally just doing the right thing, going in, paying your money to get a service from a restaurant mm -hmm. and want, trying to get back home and the yeah. same thing can happen to you. Yeah. Regardless of whether you're trying to use a bathroom that they're misgendering saying that you shouldn't be in that bathroom. Girl, is you the manager here? What is going on? So, um, I'm not with that shit. Fuck that. I'm absolutely not here for it. Um, Rest in power to our sister. Yes. Um, there are activists on the ground. Uh, Pedro Julio Serrano is one of the LGBT activists Can't even on the ground. Can you look at your $2, $4 apple pies? That in is peace. trying to get the government to even investigate this as a hate, hate crime. crime. We even have to ask them to investigate this as a hate crime. We have to demand that they get, make correct. this a hate crime. Because otherwise, it's just going to be huh? nothing. There will be no charges pressed, no criminals found, and more... LGBT people dead in the streets. So, I'm absolutely not here for it. Puerto Rico, please do better. Get it together, like they say it. Yep. That is the end of Hot Topics this week. And of slash course, slash Tepic Topics. It's always Execute Ed Buck. We got to do it. I just did Execute Ed Buck. Oh, that was Execute Ed Buck? Oh, wow. I, I talked about Execute Ed Buck right along with the last story. Oh, bam, bam, bam. This week is Social Studies. We're talking about hot jobs in 2020. Now, I will tell y'all, I did look at the hot jobs in 2020 list, and I only picked jobs that matter to me. Rolling matters. Um, so, it's secretly... But you, how many jobs have you had, though? So, this is... Called the, the jobs y'all need to be doing. So, I could benefit from them. Oh, okay. <laughs> the U.S. Um, Bureau of Labor Statistics... Says from 2018, they did their 10 year plan in 2018. So, from um, 2018 to 2028, healthcare occupations and those related to healthcare are projected to account for 18 of the 30 fastest growing occupations. So, um, if y'all know any nurses that can come down to the jobs, operator room nurses, anesthesia nurses, home health nurses, because y'all know when grandma gets sick. As millennials, we like, well, can we just pay for somebody? Because I can't take off work to go 
somebody to sit around with mama all day and well home health nurses do a lot more than they that. do a whole lot more than that and i and i don't know what those things entail because i don't want to find out i would rather just pay somebody and of course when you get sick and need to come to the hospital you definitely want a skilled nurse you want someone to give you anesthesia to be give you the good stuff so please we need nurses down to the hospitals we need nurses down to the homes we need nurses everywhere so while y'all going to um, get you another degree in photography, please hold on. <laughs> go, you get a degree in photography. Someone I love has one. Oh, he has a degree. Yes, that's fine. He has a great job as well. He does. Oh, you took this personal. Wow. Cause you said like it, like it's don't minimize creatives. I'm a creative. I'm sitting right here right now with a. That's why you shouldn't be minimizing. That's why I'm you not. Be- but the jobs y'all need to be doing so I can benefit from them. That's what I said. I picked five jobs that y'all need to be doing so I personally can benefit from them. Nurses. Thanks. Um, teachers. Middle school and high school teachers. Apparently y'all like, y'all like when I get this teaching deg- degree, I want to teach five and six year olds how to um, paint and color and learn their ABCs. But see, about when the time they turn 12, 13, they got a mouth, they got an opinion. And they started being bad, and then their hormones is raging, and they ain't did their homework, and they got a smart comment about why they ain't did. Apparently, teachers give up. <laughs> teachers like, I, I, I'll come to work for that. I'm not going to get my damn master's in education for that. <laughs> so, um, but according to um, the U.S. Bureau of Labor and Statistics, back in 2018, when the 10 year plan was concocted, there were 1.35 million people working as um, t- middle and high school teachers. And there is a lot of growth for people who teach computer sciences and mathematical science- sciences. Um, statisticians is another job that statisticians. was... Statisticians. Oh, big words. That's why I don't know it. Um, statisticians is another job that was on here, but I was like, mm, I don't know what that is. I don't know how it could benefit me, so I'm just going to move on. But... I do. We do need more skilled teachers and teachers that aren't pedophiles. Um, the number three thing is I combined this one: general maintenance repair and plumbers. So there's two jobs that I put together. Um, with only a high school diploma, the median income in 2018 was thirty-eight thousand dollars for general repair men's, and the top ten percent earned sixty-two thousand dollars. So, while y'all out here on TaskRabbit saying, oh, I need somebody to come look at this, or come paint my wall, or I need somebody They're to They're not come- on TaskRabbit asking for painting the wall. They know something else. And also, plumbers, um, the median income for plumbers ranged anywhere from $54,000 to $94,000. And you can do that with a high school diploma. It's going to take a lot of experience, of course. But that's why I'm telling y'all right now, y'all need to get started early. If you're 24 years old listening to this podcast, by 30, you could be making $94,000. And you could be on TaskRabbit and Thumbtack. That's another when If you don't, if you get a bad rating on Thumbtack, it's like going from Uber to Lyft. You leave TaskRabbit, you get on Thumbtack, and you can still get your supplemental income. When you get off work at 530, I can fix one more sink tonight or... Um, Tell somebody else how to code their house for jack off somebody else's husband. They ain't the only thing leaking around here. Hello. <laughs> wow, that was funny because I'd be doing stuff like that. <laughs> Computer specialist. <laughs> Computer specialist. <laughs> you not on thumbtack. 
And you just do it for free. <laughs> yeah. These things be leaking out here. Uh, computer specialist. When That's my- how you get the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to do number four and number five. Come on. Computer specialist. I know for certain when my computer breaks, I just want to know who can come fix it, who can come look at it. Whether it's a hardware issue or a software issue, I don't know nothing about it. So, hi, jobs in 2020. I need y'all to be learning about the computers, okay? Software developers, um, the median income, according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, said the median income is $104,000. Now, I don't know what what you got to get an associate's in. I don't know what you came to do. But if the median income is $104,000, I can go get an associate association degree uh, with that. <laughs> What's going on? Uh, and for hardware technicians, the median income was like $54,000. But being good with your hands and knowing what's wrong with the computer, how to fix the screen... Getting it fixed in a timely manner. Yes, I would like that. Because when my computer break, I got a blog, a podcast, a YouTube channel. I got things to submit to. I have deadlines. So I need y'all to be studying computer specialists. And the last thing, this is more for y'all than it is for me. But um, fitness instructors <laughs> was listed on a lot of the hot jobs in 2020 list that I was looking through. Um, apparently... Um, the top 10% of fitness instructors earned $72,000. That sounded to me like you have to live in a major city like a New York or a D.C. or a Miami and be working at a Soul Cycle or a Vita. Or with the other ones that the rich people go to. Vita. Um, <laughs> no. Equinox. Oh, I don't know. I ain't never been that rich. I don't, I don't even know. That's on like, I walked past one one time. I was going to the Apple store. I just know the gays, the rich gays go to Vita. So that's all I know. Um, and yeah, and definitely if you're a um, manager at a recreational center, they um, earned a lot of money as well. And that's a hot job in 2020. And of course, you know, the gays love coin. The gays out-earn um, our heterosexual counterparts because we're smarter. And we ain't got no kids. And we have more expendable income due to not having children. So um, hot jobs in 2020, a.k.a. the jobs I need y'all to be doing so I can benefit because I do need a personal trainer. But I think, do fitness instructors offer, like, um, meal prep? I need y'all to be working the girls out, but then helping the girls feel their bellies, too. So, I didn't see um, personal chefs on the list, but cool. Some of them do. Some of of the trainers, like, but it's additional. Um, You can work out Like, I I went with... um, I don't know if I want to say his name. Because he didn't give me no money to say this. Uh, no, he was really good. Okay. Um, but he's a personal trainer, and he has his own uh, label of, like, muscle milk powder okay. like, for your protein shake. And he also does meal plans, and he doesn't send – I don't think he sends you anything, but he tells you what to go buy mm-hmm. and then how to prepare it Okay. properly. So It's like selling e-books, workbooks, yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Well, he does, it. he does, like, videos and then consultations. And that's how you make additional income to yeah. your fit – yeah, and he's got his own gym in a decent, almost okay. a decent area. Decent, okay, so. yeah. Um, this week in sexual health, I wanted to talk about a uh, subject that a whole bunch of uh, straight black hotel people apparently don't know shit about because they took to the gender internet. identity. 
It's close. <laughs> you have one word right. Gender. Gender. They get confused about the uh, gender. And so this week in sexual health, I wanted to make sure that we had the facts about this so that we could go out and arm or argue with these dumb people on the internet or in real life that don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Because when Zaya's story took to the internet, their ignorance showed. Continues to show. Uh, I watched a video earlier of, and it's not new, but it's just it, it's just recent. Can I go wash my hands? I feel like Corona is jumping out. Oh my god, we need a hand sanitizer. Here for a podcast, need a hand sanitizer. Corona is out here. Well, hand sanitizer is worse because it just moves the things around. Moves the things around, and then it makes your skin less. Uh, oh, the moisturization of it all. Not the moisturization. It's the alcohol, actually, that breaks down the barrier that protects your skin from bacteria and viruses. Oh, so you literally better. have to wash your hands. You need to wash your hands. The, al- the alcohol is a stopgap. Like, I just got to clean my hands right now, and then mm-hmm. I need to go wash my hands. Oh, wow. Well. But anyway. We got a nurse on staff. Thank you, nurse on staff. What? Okay, sorry. Anyway. <laughs> The Zaya story that has been going on for weeks has upset all of the straight uh, black people. I haven't even seen white people talk about the story at all. Um, all the straight black people have so much to say about the Zaya story. And um, don't cut his dick off, man. <laughs> so I figured that we would. Uh, a joke. He's if joke. you don't know these things, that we would talk about them. So you are armed when you are faced with a little boosie in your life. I pray you are not. Please don't be. It's corona already out here. Lil Boosie's still out here. He ain't at Planet Fitness, but he out here. <laughs> uh, the the topic is gender reassignment slash confirmation surgery. Um, I just want to make... Uh, do I have five? I have six, actually. I have oh. six points. Um, there are more than one type of surgery for trans people. Um, and not all trans people want to alter their genitalia, genitalia in surgery. Mm-hmm. So that's the basis when anyone talks about um, gender reassignment slash gender confirmation surgery, they attribute it only to the genitalia of, okay, if you were assigned male at birth or if you were assigned male at birth, you want to cut your penis off. If you were assigned female at birth, you want to shut your vagina down and... Um, take cartilage out of a piece of your body to create a penis. Um, and there are surgical, and there are medical names for these, and if you're not a medical professional, you're not going to know them, so that's why we're I'm not, not even going. Gonna give you all so I'm, I'm not even going to say that. I'm just yeah. saying what people, the, per- general, general, the perception is in the general public. People know. Anyway, so there are more than one type of surgeries, um, and they're outside of the, the genitalia. Does not always involve the genitalia. People get their Adam's apple shaved. You can get your hairline pushed back. I remember Gigi Gorgeous on YouTube. As a part of her um, transition, she wanted to get her hairline pushed back and she got a facial feminization surgery. Um, Caitlyn Jenner got the facial feminization surgery. That was a 10-hour procedure. And they had nothing to do with cutting dick off. Uh, Next, pre-op. Is a word that we use in our community a lot, just pre-op, uh, meaning pre-operation. Pre-operation, mm-hmm. trans people are folks who want to have gender-affirming surgeries, but either can't pay for them right now or don't qualify for them yet. So, these are the people that they need 
to have surgery to feel like the person who inside. they know that they yeah. are inside. They, we're going to get into top and bottom surgery here in a minute, but it doesn't matter what type of surgery that they want to have. They want something to make them feel like the person who they are on the inside. Mm-hmm. These are called pre-optional, pre-operational trans people. Mm-hmm. The slang is pre-op. So that means I have a goal that to be the full man that I want to be or to be the full woman I want to be or know that I am, I got to get this done to me. Pre-op slash pre-operation. I want to get my tits. <laughs> what was her name? Marisa, Marisa. on YouTube. She's like, uh, she want to get her tits. She would be <laughs> the ideal Definition of what a pre-op transsexual yes. woman is. Because she just wants. She her has tits. an aim, and she knows how she's gonna get it. <laughs> a white man from Westchester. Yeah, she gonna scam him, get her tits done. <laughs> the no gorilla part was problematic, but <laughs> it was years ago before we could say before cancel culture. <clears throat> well, she already she already canceled. Anyway, um, no op opposite of pre-op. No op are trans people. Who don't want any surgeries. They don't want. Was that ghetto? It was. I wrote it just like that. I, well, I'm here for it. Anyway, <laughs> if it, it sounded ghetto, it's a ghetto nigga that wrote it. Hello, this is Ghetto Ass Podcast, Patreon.com. No op trans people are trans people that don't want no surgery. Did that Double negatives. Yes, yeah, double negatives. Don't want no. Don't want no surgeries. That means they are comfortable in every way, shape, and form that they are in right now. And yep. they don't. Believe or need anything to reassign or confirm who they are on the inside because the show's on the outside. And if you can't fucking see it, fuck you, bitch. Assign the male at birth. Get out of my face. <laughs> Assign the male at birth. Go away from me. Yeah, that's no op. No Get out op. Of my face. Slash no operation trans people. It can be trans men or trans women yep. along the spectrum um, of like many this. people. You better give the trans people their flowers. I'm, I'm hoping to arm people so that they will know this stuff mm-hmm. when Lil Boosie show up. Wow, go away. <laughs> he gonna go to Gold's gym now. He gotta go somewhere to do non-workouts. <laughs> you seen the videos of him non-working out? Like, nigga, what are you... Okay. Right. And you non-working out at Planet Fitness. Anyway, um, next, top surgery is not gender specific. It is when someone with breast tissue... With someone with more breast tissue than they want gets it reduced, or when someone who wants more breast tissue gets it added. So, let me reiterate that again. That is what top surgery is. The top of your body, the top of your breastplate, if you have more breast tissue than you want, and you want to get it taken away, i.e. someone that may have been assigned female at birth, they have grown up and these large breasts, this large breast tissue has been the bane of their existence. And they're like, you are fucking up the way I feel about myself. Mm-hmm. I need to get rid of you. Or if you are, quote unquote, assigned male at birth and you've been looking at your chest and you're like, these are not the breasts that I know I should have. I know that I should have a good C Come on. to a D minus or a D plus because yes. that is 
that is who I am. Uh huh. Me on the inside has titties that bounce when I walk. I don't give a fuck what like it's it's not happening for it's me a on vibe. the it's not happening for me on the it's outside. But on the inside, I got titties that bounce when I walk. Uh huh. And I need to make it happen on the outside. Um, um, I'm showing here that 25,000 men as of 2018, according to the plastics, the Society of Plastic Surgeons, so 25,000 men said, like, girl, it's too much breast tissue up in here. So I, I know that, and it's also doable in women. Women get breast reductions, they get mastopexies, they move the tissue around, top surgery. Yeah, obviously that's important for. Um, uh, possible cancer patients and current mm-hmm. cancer patients because uh, you want to minimize your risk of uh, the cancer spreading, growing, or anything reasons. like that, or actually removing the cancer or removing the whole breast tissue that may be um, uh, causing cancer. But I was so telling you that, earlier, that my, my left one is bigger than my right one. It's because of my dominant hand, maybe. I'm left-handed, maybe my left one is... Well, maybe you just need top surgery. Okay. Here we go. All right. <laughs> I don't mind. Like, I don't mind having man boobs. I just wish they was equal. So, again, it's, I just not, want them to it's, be not, equal. it's not even just trans people. Yeah. You can decide. I'm fine. This, uh, me on the inside, I'm going to have uh, pecs like Yaya Abdul Mateen. Here we go. I just feel like it. You know, you can decide. Keep my man's name at your mouth. <laughs> The ghetto. This is gonna be the last episode of Fear for a Podcast because Ronald Matters is going missing. If he you're thinks, racism, he thinks this you is are a, racism. He thinks this is a joke. Yaya, I love you. I say your name five times. Name two of his other characters. Beyonce. No, that's what I thought. Moving on. Um, hormone replacement therapy can accompany gender confirmation surgery as well as hormone suppressants. Um, I think this is a. Uh, important point because it includes medical intervention, mm-hmm. but it's not technically surgery. It does fall in the line of reassignment because if you are taking hormones to alter or reassign your perceived gender, quote unquote, um, then that is a part of gender reassignment. It is not surgery because it's not invasive where you got to be put under anesthesia to have something done it is it still could also be gender confirmation as well because again if i am a trans man and i have always felt that my voice should be deeper i should have more of a male presenting voice then you know i don't want to sound like someone that i'm not so if I need to take these hormones so that I can sound like who I believe that I am and, you know, my facial hair can grow. I don't have to look like and a hips baby face. And hips run in my family and I don't want hips. <laughs> I do not want hips. Well, that's a hard thing to get past. I want to take hormones. hormone blockers and suppressants. I don't want, I don't want my breasts to come in because 46 triple F's run in my family. <laughs> so that's the other part of hormone replacement therapy um, and hormone suppressants. Yeah. People, it's a hot button issue because people are um, trying to avoid teenagers from doing hormone replacement therapies or hormone suppressants early in their lives 
because they feel the same way as these ignorant hotep people that people that early in their life can't make decisions about their life and that it will further impact them for the rest of their lives. Uh, the people that need to be having that conversation is the person that's going to be impacted for the rest of their life mm-hmm. and their mental health provider and their parents. Mm-hmm. Not you. Niggas on Twitter. Not you. You not in that conversation. <laughs> you not in that conversation. You not even remotely in that conversation. You don't even get to have an opinion about what those three entities come up with. Because what they come up with... You ain't got a dollar to put on it. <laughs> or a dollar to try to take it back. <laughs> so that's the first thing a lot of these ignorant, hotep-ass people point at is like the 1% of people that take the hormone repressants, uh, suppressants or hormone replacements that decide in their mid-20s I shouldn't have did. I shouldn't have done that. And I want to live my life as a woman, uh, as a, a a female who was assigned female at birth. And that is okay, and that's valid. They get to go on their journey and be yes. whoever they want to be. Please, do but that. that is not the totality of people that make these decisions. And you don't get to point at the one percent of people that make these decisions and then cast the wide net over the ninety-nine percent of the people that make these decisions that know what's right Time about success. their life. Yeah. And what their mental health professional has told them is okay after many counseling sessions. You can't just walk into a their a doctor's office and say, My son is trans or my daughter is trans and I want them to get hormone replacement. Can we take this to Blue Blue Shield? No, you have to sit there for months. You have to get clearance from mental health providers before that even happens. So be mindful. Some of them ain't going to be that. In some capacity. (laughs) Be mindful. Be knowledgeable if you ain't going to be mindful. And if if you're at least knowledgeable on the subject, you'll be like, let me shut up. If you're not going to be mindful, you can at least be knowledgeable. And if nothing else, you can just ignore. You can be ignorant. Um, last but not least, it doesn't pay. It doesn't make any less. It doesn't make you any of any less of a trans person if you don't want to do any of the things that would identify you as trans. If you don't want to do hormones, if you don't want to do surgery, if you don't want to do your hair, like like, <laughs> please do your hair. Not just that's the only nothing to do with being trans. Do your hair for yourself. Well, again, you don't have to have a feminine hairstyle oh, yeah, if you are no. a trans woman. Yeah, you could you can be out here Ayanna Presley and still be a trans woman. Come on, that that doesn't affect. I am not your I hair. Think a, I think she's more better looking as without, a bald woman. I, I agree. Really, yeah, she looks more powerful. Honestly, a uh, member of Dora Milaje. <laughs> Shout out um, But I, what I'm saying is you don't have to conform To the societal norms of Since I'm a trans woman Let me go out and get me some um, Lace fronts or some wigs So that I can fit in If you want to look If you want to look that way As a trans woman by all means, but don't confine yourself to what society tells you other trans women should look like. Mm. I had a conversation with a trans woman last summer, and she was telling me how hard it was being a trans girl and being a new trans girl. Damn, I don't know if she listens to this podcast. Fuck. Well, I'm not going to divulge her name. Uh-huh. But, and I'm, I'm sure her story is not dissimilar from a lot of other trans girls. 
she was saying how hard it was to keep up her hair in the summer because I'm new. She was new to being trans um, and she was new to putting in pieces and having a lace front and keeping this shit going for two weeks. And then, girl, I got to go back down here and get him another $600 to yeah. do this shit again. Yeah. What the fuck? And it's hot outside and it's mm-hmm. sweating mm-hmm. and I got to wash this shit. So... If you don't want to do any of that, if that's not your trans journey, don't go. You don't got to be confined to what society tells you you have to be confined to. Your grandness is valid regardless of your societal appearance. Appearance, And that is all I got to say for sexual health. Was I with you when she told you this story? I vaguely feel like I was there. Okay, well, stop adding the pieces together. Oh, okay. Oh, Moving on. What's the song for your soul? Um, shout out to um, Pose coming back. They're going to be set in the year 1992. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking like songs that came out in 91, 92, like around that time. And I fell into, oh, no pause. Joe to see. You're going to be a whole top this whole episode. <laughs> I'm beating it ass. <laughs> um, shout out to Stay by Joe to see. Um, which was released as their third single in December '91. So Jodeci came from their Pause. debut album. Did you hear? Did you watch the Drew Hill unsung? Okay, that's it. Of I'm course, no, nope, that's it. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so '91 going into '92, Jodeci um, was giving us their third single from their debut album, and I just really hope that during like one of the six scenes with Billy Porter and um, <laughs> this year, Pause, we get something like. Dylan Burnside The lyrics uh, where he says Starting out the first verse I have to be honest with you baby I lied When I told you I never want to see you again And now he tells us Well can you just stay for tonight And can we um, hold each other and make love See I'm about to pull the scab off this relationship (laughs) And then now I'm back up here in his bed And I'm up here looking dumb And calling Superman He just want me to stay but shout out to Stay by Jodeci. And shout out to Kelly Rowland's girls group, June's Diary. They did a cover of Stay by Jodeci. And I love their version of it as well. Video was produced by Derek Blanks. It was very cute for an up-and-coming R&B girl group. It was very cute. So check June's Diary's cover out as well. That was romantic. Thank you. I'm excited for Pose. We're, they're telling we're, we ain't gonna get it though. Like, what's so gonna come out at the end of the if year? They fi- if they started filming today, they got eight weeks to start editing, so they can get it done and get a teaser trailer out by mid-May and drop it four weeks gym. later. No, they can drop it four weeks later. I don't think so. Around the time of the RuPaul's Drag Race wrap up, if they do that, it it's gonna 14 be fourteen like, queens. So I was like, girl, this is gonna be wow. If they do that, it's gonna be like a Tyler Perry production, and so I just rather wait till next summer. April 12th, Insecure on HBO. We done waited two years for that. So, And she was out here doing movies. <laughs> Nobody gonna watch. And no, the photograph. Go. I watched it because I wanted to support. I but I don't... Support. I'm not gonna watch it again. She said black people don't get to be boring. And I sat through 90 minutes of that. So, Well, she got to be boring twice. Because <laughs> <laughs> she with that Kumail, Kumail Nanjani. Who we love. I love him as an actor. Oh, but like I and what? No, I mean, just like as a as like when I see him, I'm like, oh, okay. I would watch a movie with him in it. Is he, when I I like didn't him. watch Stuber, but he was with the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy, and they yeah. were in a taxi or Uber or something together. Now, 
I didn't watch the movie, but when I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, I like him as an actor. So it didn't even inspire you to watch the movie. Cool. What else did you watch with a minute? He gonna get to be born in the new. Uh, he about to be born again. Cool. In in Lovebirds. Okay. <laughs> they come out in April too. Right. <clears throat> Song for your soul. <clears throat> you gonna ride in a jacket with daddy? <laughs> you should have known. Girl, you uh, look. I ain't even gonna say girl. I'm gonna replace these pronouns. Thank you, please. <clears throat> Juvenile, forgive me. Boy, huh? You looks good. Won't you back that ass up? You's okay. a fine motherfucker. Won't you back that <laughs> ass silly. up? Call me Big Daddy when you back oh, that ass Big up. Ho is you playing? Back that ass up. Oh. Girl, you, you looks good. Damn, I should have. Well, okay. So I'm, 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 I'm going to flex between boy and girl. You're going to be all, <laughs> the, all the things. Girl, you looks good. Won't you back that ass up? You's a fine motherfucker. Won't you back that ass up? Call me Big Daddy when you back that ass up. Ho, is you playing? Won't you back that ass up? The iconic forever bop of Juvenile from 1998. Back that ass up. Made its uh, presidential debut this past week. In Tom Steyer's presidential campaign. Now failed presidential campaign. As he has dropped out of the race. But it was hilarious to me. me. <laughs> that Tom Steyer brought Juvenile on stage to pander to black people. To get black people to vote for him that were never going to vote for him. And he was dancing and getting his entire life with Dancing. no rhythm. Dancing. I had no choice but to stand for the moment. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about Tom Steyer at all. Didn't even know I wanted to see Juvenile perform the song again at all. Unless it was really in like a Millennium Tour like concert with like Ashanti and Well, Ashanti's already in a Millennium Tour concert. <laughs> <laughs> I mean like uh people from that era. Um like the Hot Boys got back together. Yeah, the 504 Boys. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit, one of them did. No limit records. I don't want to see them. They problematic. Make them say, "Uh, I want to see me an ex." I want to see me an ex. Yeah. Um, She's a cancer survivor. Anyway, and this we can is... do fun. We can give funds the, the proceeds. You know, we always have a charitable arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, back that ass up is a song for my soul again. I think it's been a song for my soul at least three or four times throughout the years of this podcast. Other people can't say that. Um, and it's probably gonna be the song for my soul again before the end yeah. of this podcast because it's just it's that bitch. It transcends culture. It transcends race. It transcends continents. I've heard it in other countries. It is that girl. Back that ass up. What are you here for this week? Um, <clears throat> you don't want to go first? No. Okay. Shout out to Atlanta Mayor no Keisha girl. Lance Bottoms and Atlanta Police Chief Erica Shields. That's a good name for a police chief, Erica Shields. Brandy. She's been trying to be the police chief for 20 years now. She's like, bitch, my last name is Shields. I'm going to get that. Who, who else is up for the job? Their last name ain't Shields. Talk about it, bitch. Um, they announced in 2019 that they were reopening cases and retesting evidence since DNA has come so far um, in the last 40, 50 years. 
specifically um, related to this new HBO documentary that's coming out called Atlanta's Missing and Murdered, The Lost Children. I stole this um, synopsis from some website and I, don't, I didn't put the, I didn't credit them, so y'all don't get no credit. Over the course of the late 70s and Critic. early... <laughs> Memphis made the shade room. So, over the course of the late 70s... The founders of the shade room are from Memphis? No. I told you that we made the shade room. Oh, girl, you know anyway, I don't... I told you I don't well, fuck that, with the shade I room got, comments. And that's why I was like, I can't believe you put my name in this goddamn shade room Okay, comments. well, I don't know what I'm here for, then I'm going to do what I'm not here for. So, hold steady. Over the course of the late 70s and early 80s, nearly 30 black children and adolescents and a handful of adults were killed. Authorities suspected that it was a serial killer. In 1981, former club promoter Wayne Williams was arrested and convicted for the murders of the adults after fibers from his home and car were found on the bodies. Police suspected Wayne Williams was also responsible for the child murders, but there was no evidence. End of the synopsis. So, Mayor Bottoms, I'm here for this. Uh, we'll get some black justice. We got HBO on the case covering and being nosy as well. And hopefully, justice will be served for the children of Atlanta. And it's so many children in Atlanta. <laughs> so many children. In Atlanta. Um, I'm absolutely here for that. So what I'm not here for this week is Memphis made the shade room. <laughs> it was a screenshot of a text thread on an iPhone. So y'all know y'all iPhone people claim y'all better than people, including me. Um, and y'all are wrong. <laughs> cool story, bro. <clears throat> um, I, and then the person didn't even save the, their number. It was like 901 and whatever the prefix and suffix was. It was Hey, bruh, we at the Oak Court Mall. My baby mama just got her Texas back. Come rob us. Hit me, but don't hit me hard. <laughs> so you're laughing because you know this is real. <laughs> like, this not made up or nothing. This I was like, real. oh, wow, the Oak Court Mall in 2020? That's not even the mall like to go to anymore. But I guess um, they were in the boutiques. Who is keeping Oak Court Mall open? You no, I ain't bought shit there, bitch. I worked at the American Eagle in Oakwood Mall. They ain't there no more. But um, shout out to when Amer- the mall was good, and I worked there at American Eagle. Um, so the person then the person realized they had texted the wrong person. They said wrong number, and then the person responded back, "Nah, bro, where y'all lit?" <laughs> and somehow this made the shade room. I was like, "Why is Memphis on the shade room? Why? Why? Why?" Why not? And then the um the person who was HIV positive, who was a dance coach down to the Dancing Dolls on the Lifetime show, um he was sentenced to like nine or ten months for exposing a sixteen year old dancer to HIV or something like that. They made the love be Scott, and I was like, I don't even know. I didn't even read it. I was too embarrassed. Em uh, embarrassed is the right word. Embarrassed. Devastated. Could not believe that this had happened down to the Memphis, but pretty please, you guys, go get tested. Don't be doing stuff with the children. Let them grow up in peace. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I don't know what the right things to say are. Um, if you're a dance coach, you have a 16-year-old male dancer, and you're in in your car, and y'all are doing sexual activities, can you say, well, he liked it. He wanted it. The child 
participated as well. He's supposed to be mature enough or what 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 is your response? I don't know. I don't have the answer, but Memphis the made the shade room, we made the love be Scott for all the wrong reasons. And I know Memphis has so much more to give. Are y'all in the primaries today? Today is Super Tuesday. Uh, Tennessee did. Well, Tennessee was also in the lawsuits today. Because due to the tornado, well, that was um, voting places down to the Tennessee and just down to the Tennessee overall. So Tennessee is voting in the, today. Oh, okay. That's Memphis is voting. Okay. Yeah. That's all I'm asking. So y'all about to make some news tonight. Yeah, some uh, more news. That's uh, all I'm asking. Memphis, Tennessee as a whole, we just stay in the news. I'm scared. Hmm. I want some good news to report soon. I ain't got none. But I could be here for. Oh, you so. know, well, my last call is. Okay. What I am. <clears throat> you here for something? No. Okay. Not. So, this uh, organization, and I use that word loosely, One Million Moms, <laughs> uh, I have dragged a couple other times on uh, this show. Hopefully, if you have not heard some of the episodes that I've dragged One Million Moms, go back and listen to some old episodes. Go and look at some old episode titles and be like, you know what? I'm just going to randomly listen to this for an hour and see what they were talking about. You might run into um, an episode where I read One Million Moms. So I didn't even talk about this story initially because I knew nobody was going to see this movie. And that meant that it was not going to matter, which is why I think Disney did this. Um, Lena Waithe is um, a cartoon character uh, who is a Cyclops cop in a same-sex relationship um, in a cartoon movie called Onward. Um, the white gays were very enthused because it was representation and, um, I was not enthused because I knew nobody was going to go see it and then it wouldn't be representation if nobody saw it. Um, and I think that that was on purpose, but what I'm really peeved about is One Million Moms saying Disney should stick to entertaining and not pushing an agenda. The agenda of a cartoon police officer being in a relationship with another woman. One, if Disney wants to push an agenda, they will put it in a goddamn Avengers movie. That's where Disney will push an agenda. If they just want to say, oh, look, we did something a little bit of gay. We're LGBT for everybody. They'll put it in a small, small cartoon niche-ass movie that is not going to go anywhere. No one is going to see it. It is going to only be attributed to Disney in name. And that is it, unfortunately. I am here for Lena Waithe winning. I really am. This is not a drag of Lena Waithe. I'm glad that she got a check and got to do something. And more than likely had a hand in making the character gay. And making the character a lesbian. I'm sure she probably had a hand yeah, in my phone. It's got to be gay. What's your <laughs> and that's the, that's the response when anyone would call my phone and ask me to do it. It's gay. It's got to be gay, bro. 
at the end of the day, it's, it's got to be. Ass. It's going in the ass. <laughs> at the end of the day, it got to be gay. <laughs> Get shirts made. <laughs> so. <laughs> The quote-unquote one million mom club uh, is based of 20,000 conservative Christian women. So that means y'all can't even count good. Uh, one How million, many? 20,000 conservative Christians. They got that many emails. They have a, a damn group meeting to see how many girls show up. Book a retreat. The girls ain't going to be able to go. It ain't a pay week for them. Well, they white housewives, so they might be able to. Um... <clears throat> They wrote a letter and signed a petition to Disney uh, saying that the character goes against their beliefs and values. The character is not even one of the main characters. Probably doesn't even have any much screen time. The total screen time. Of the movie. The movie is about children trying to uh, bring back their lost father. We don't know whether he's really dead or not. I would stream it. I'm not going to pay $20 to go to the movies to go see it. Because, you know, movie tickets is expensive. And then if you go, you got a man, you got to take him. And then you got, y'all got to buy popcorn and an icy. And then parking. I'm not. I'm going to stream it. But um, <laughs> one million moms can uh, go suck some dick. Because if they were sucking dick, they would not have time to worry about what is in Disney movies. Disney movies are not about to put porn scenes that's going to destroy your kids. Your kids know that lesbians are in the world. They know that gay people are real. They know about trans people most of the time. Stop trying to make them bigots and liars and losers like you. Go suck some dick. Get your business together. And learn how to count. Especially if you're calling yourself one million moms. And it's only 20,000 of y'all. I'm not here for it. They, they have that many email addresses. Have a meeting and see how many people show up. Even if you do like a webinar. See how many people show up. And them the real bitches. It's going to be like 10 girls. I'm telling you. Just told her. <laughs> she like, so did nobody just see him roll the whole wheelchair around the courtroom as he talked? Cool. That's the, that's what I'm saying is the courtroom that be in Judge Toller's office is the that's what the one million moms is. Look out there, it's like forty bitches. Is that the one million moms? Oh, you asking me? I don't know. I don't think so. <sighs> it's getting hot in here. It is now time for our favorite part of the show. If you have not listened to an episode of Here For a Podcast, make sure you subscribe because you uh, missed a whole bunch. Huh. Um, but if you have listened, make sure you pour yourself a shot of which whatever you perceivably can have if you are at work. Uh, latte, coffee, cappuccino, water. I was going to buy Pedialyte and tell you I wasn't going to drink tonight, but uh, I stopped by the liquor store instead of the CVS. So you decided <laughs> you was going to lie to yourself all day. Cool. Ain't lie to you. You like it. This is our last. This is our last call. Just <laughs> move on. I wanted to make sure truth was being told. Make sure you take one as well. Hey. I gotta redeem myself for earlier. Okay. 
My last call goes to Black Excellence of Widow Von Du from Kansas City, Missouri. We're going to stand twice, apparently. If she ain't did nothing this week, she performed. She wrote that verse. She gave y'all an interest look. She said, what you say about the She first? choreographed the other girls, and they didn't want to give her credit for that. <laughs> but let's just, let's be real. Calm your throats, bitches, because you're gagging. Okay, episode one. Y'all love the way she walked, because she walked with a vengeance. She a grown woman. Um, so, what I'm going to do, um, she got Nicki Minaj's endorsement. And she is... Um, that means enough. So... She don't even got to win the competition. She slayed y'all girls with episode one. Y'all stand. Um, so, yeah. What up, undo? And did product placement and told Nicki Minaj, boy, if you really love me, call me for the video. We know Nicki got videos coming up. Secure the bag. <clears throat> um, what I also love about her, besides her charisma, unique, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. Come on. Team talent. Is that, one, she's obviously a big girl. There have been many big girls for... 12 regular seasons and four all-star seasons and no big girl has won. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, that's still right. So the 16 seasons, yeah. ain't no big girl ever won. To me, after seeing her performance on the first episode, I don't know what the rest of the season going to look like. She stands the best chance, her or what's the New York girl? Uh, oh, I see her face. I do too. The, I um, see her Persian teeth. girl. No, no, not the Persian girl. The Persian girl don't know how to do her makeup without her hair showing. Um, Britta. Britta, that's what I mean. What is Britta is brown? Yeah, Britta is Samoan. She said she get mistaken for a black woman all the time. <laughs> well, that's an issue between Samoan. What? Yeah, uh, I don't want to go down the, wrong road. Wrong road. You on the diaspora? Let's. Yeah, I don't want to each one teach brown, one with you, brown, but, she's but brown. how do you think black people got to Samoa? Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. so Britta and my homegirl Widow. Yes, the point that I'm making is she showed her char- charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent, and is a big girl who I think can win. So far, we'll see. But what I really like the most about her is she's dark skinned, and she knows how to paint dark skin. That is a talent that we have not seen on this show. So many times we've seen dark-skinned girls. No shade to... Latrice. Coco Montrese. Well, I said no shade because I wasn't going to name them, but since <laughs> oh, you named wow. them... Oh, wow. Okay. I like they that. will be um, Wesley Snipes, dark skin on the rest of their body, and then Mariah Carey in the face. I don't get it. Mixed. Oh, they mixed. They biracial. I don't get it. They biracial. I have never got it. It is never cute to me. I don't. I. They. They have said that they painted it for the cameras and stuff like that and for stage. And I'm like, I just really believe that there's a well, way that you can paint yourself. How many stages you been on, man? Well, they've been on a lot at this point. I just don't believe they know how to paint correctly. And there's that. I'm gonna get hate mail for this. This is my last call. My last call is to Widow Von Du. Um, it is, and that's why I'm saying I agree daughter. with your last call because as yeah. a dark skinned girl, she gives me hope that hopefully she can teach other dark skinned girls to paint the rest of their to paint like the rest of their skin color. And you don't have closet. to. Yeah. You don't have to be Beyonce in the face and Wesley Snipes in the body. You can be your whole skin color and be proud and be beautiful in that because I think she's beautiful in drag mm-hmm. and she paints wonderfully. As a big girl, as a dark-skinned girl, which I don't feel like I've seen. No shade. The other ones are talented. This is going to be shade. I was like, wow. <clears throat> put, 
Let me go get your cash. Shout out to Widow. Um, <laughs> my last call is to um, my alma mater and previous career, um, the United States Army. Uh, in military times, they have an article that uh, is confirming my suspicions, though it's not talked about in the media. Mm. Two-thirds of the troops support allowing transgender service members in the oh, military. Yeah. The study uh, was published February 18th. The article was uh, has come out since. But uh, Military Times does like direct uh, polling and interviewing with current active duty service members and asking them questions about what they think about uh, women on the battlefield, what they think about dining facilities, multiple deployments, all kinds of different things to get what the culture of um, current service is like. And um, a lot of service members and even um, veterans like myself still look for you know articles in Military Times to gather what's really going on in military culture right now. And I think I'm, I made it my last call because a lot of conservative media and Republicans would make you believe that the military is for Trump's trans ban and is in line with not having transgender people in the military. And this story for the people, by the people, in a military uh, journalistic outlet tells you that they are lying. They are bold-faced, red-handed, lying. Um, breaking down the data from nearly 500 responses, researchers found that across demographics, across demographics including white people, because, again, that's the demographic that we often attribute to serving when we see these white people serving and we don't realize how multicultural the United States military is. Um more than half of the of every group also supported allowing transgender Americans serving in the military. So, um, shout out to facts, shout out to journalism, um, and shout out to the evolving views of our actual active duty military um, service members who realize that the times have evolved and we don't have to stay in the 70s and the 80s and the early 90s and talking about who should be able to serve. I want the best person to serve next to me. I want the person that will save my life, will do his or her job, and will serve honorably. And that's it. I don't give a fuck who they fuck. I don't give a fuck what their genitalia look like or what it don't. And that's the period, point, blank, bottom line. And that is my last call. Thank you guys so much for listening to Here For It Podcast again this week. I'm here for it. Oh. No, I'm just here for it. I just want to co-sign that I'm here for it. I'm absolutely here for it. That's all. Yeah. Um, thank you guys again. Uh, if you want to support this podcast, the link to our Patreon will be in our description. Um, we have an anniversary special or something coming up, so make sure you stay tuned for that. I'm sending the email right now, which is why I look detached. Working on it um, as we speak. We have that coming up. Um, make sure that you are subscribed if you are not, because I know many of y'all are listening. 
ain't subscribed. You sound like Candy. Candy like, my video got 300,000 views and got 10,000 subscribers. First off, where do you think she got that from? Because Speak <laughs> On It came after here for a podcast. Oh, write that down. Literally. <clears throat> um, the damn Candy Coated Squad Click or whatever <laughs> they names is. And I'm not even going to... I'm not even going to do that. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. See you guys <laughs> next week. Um... Take whatever prep medication is offered and is available to you, and the revolutionary the revolution will be televised. Oh shit! Bye. Bye.